I've got to go and do our taxes. Oof. Yeah, my accountant back home got arrested for stealing money from an elderly woman. <laughs> Might want to find a new accountant there. Sucks. Yeah. We got rid of her, so now we're going to... Was, was it a woman? lady? It was a lady. Fuck me! I know. That's two strikes. <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs> Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Grease Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. It is not the Bullfrog here. Look, I talked to him the other day about this. You still talk to the Bullfrog? His wife asked me, um, maybe it wasn't his wife, no, it was his brother asked me, did you kick my brother off the show? The big one? Yep, the big one. And then and then Bullfrog from across the room, he's like, I heard what you fuckers say about me. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're off the fucking show. You're worthless. I asked him point directly if, he was, if you guys were fighting. He said no. We're not fighting. Sounds like kind of, doesn't it? Jermaine Landers on the docket. Look, 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 look. look, look. I don't fight. I tell you you're what, just kind of a bitch. I tell you what I think, and then that's it. You're kind of a bitch. You're a lover, not a fighter? There's very few people I respect, so like, as long as you understand that, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be around you even if I don't respect you oh. and you just have to be you have to be cool with that oh. let's take a shot peppermint cheers vodka. this is this is we a, just chewed on that one this is a fucked up half of our show one night by the way I've only done it twice today <sighs> um, at least I didn't go through the nose oh yeah you did put the I did put that through the nose <laughs> First, Guys, Jamo? No, no. The first of the Smirnoffs, it was just me and him. And he's like, hey, let's take a shot. So I took it right through the fucking Tonight? nose. No, no, this was the, uh, this, actually, this is the very first one It was just the two of us until you showed up after the first oh, attempt the at that That's when I took the shot, and it just went straight back through my nose. Welcome to your football fantasy. This is our bonus episode this week, y'all. You just heard us a couple of days ago. Dewey's Nut said some shit that blew your mind, and there were some other fuckers here as well. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about the NFL's 2020 free agent frenzy. Been a little bit frenetic. Fanatic. What's the word that starts with a f- that means you jerk off by rubbing on people? I have no fucking idea what you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, the beginning of last offseason, it was our sponsor. Yeah, I know we had a sponsor. You rub on people in public to masturbate. Friction? Man, it was good. I can't remember what. I mean, it sounds good, but that's a technical term. I have no idea. And I don't pay a lot of attention to. We talk about how good like we, we've got jobs. We can't really if have. Time I try for to that. get off. I try to. I try to fuck my wife. It works all the time. Oh, does it? Have you ever had sex with your wife and you couldn't come? No. Nope. I have. Is that because you're special? On my birthday this last year, she asked me to put it in her butt, and I couldn't get it going. I couldn't keep it hard enough to stay in. Her butt. Were you drunk or just because I was so fucked up, dude? Like I was so (laughs) worse than two weeks ago. I went back to my college town that night with with my best friend and his wife, who's also my best friend, and we we went out and we got so fucked up. I'm surprised we didn't all have sex together that night. You wanted to in the middle of a. Would you have sex with him first or her? Your best friend or your best friend's wife? Best friend male or best friend female? The wife, probably. That's what you're... Well, you say probably. So <laughs> probably, actually, probably. you probably would have gone the other side? Let's 
talk oh early on in our relationship like once she brought around these like black condoms you ever see these black condoms she wanted a it's black dick. It's got like dick. a numbing agent. She wanted a black dick on didn't the she? inside. She wanted a black Supposed dick. Supposed to make you laugh a lot. She time? wanted a black dick. No, she did not. Oh, apparently she did. Who else buys a black condom? It's got these numbing agents supposed to make you last longer, but like, I couldn't feel anything, so I got real soft, and it took me some like hours. They're meant for bl- big black dicks. No, they're not. They're meant for they're meant for premature ejaculators. Yeah, because they want to be like big. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Everything froze. She for a wants second. you to be a big black dick. Instead. I feel like everything that's coming out of your mouth is. That's shit. Can we get can we get into the topic for the day, please? Sure, let's go. Because we have a lot to talk about. Day one. Mm. A lot of shit happened. We're gonna hit one. the. We're gonna the free agents. Free agency moves now. Um, we're gonna go day by day here. Day one is actually. The first day of legal tampering before you were even allowed to sign anybody. Is that legit? Like tampering, like in the NFL? Do they actually, oh, do it all it's year called. Long. I know what it's called. <laughs> legal tampering. You're not allowed to have a conversation with somebody. They all have conversations all the time. Yeah. I feel. I feel like that's the case. So we're gonna hit some of these. If we got here's how this is gonna work for both of you. If I say a move. And you think it's not even worth talking about? We'll just delete it off of the list. But we'll say you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, you're Move welcome on. to. You're welcome to. But uh, in day one here, there aren't a lot of those. I think most of these are relevant to fantasy football. The first one that came out, big trade news. We talked about it in our episode a couple of days ago. David Johnson traded. To the Houston Texans and Bill O'Brien decides to honor the entirety of David Johnson's thirteen and a half million dollar contract this year. What do y'all think of the move? David Johnson to the Texans, presumably gonna start over Carlos Hyde. It's a better running back. Carlos Hyde's a free agent. Is he? Well, yeah, you just got Duke Johnson. Well, let's let's be honest here. Okay, like David Johnson to Houston one. We we talked about this two uh a week ago, two days ago, three days ago. Um, we don't like the move in general, but I do think that David Johnson is a better running back than than Hyde. Um, honestly, when Johnson's healthy, he puts up good numbers. Look, let, let, let's not lie about that. Before, Yeah, so he got hurt in week seven of 2019. Right. Going into week seven, he was a top five running back. He was, he was five, yes. He had 613 total yards in six Games five touchdowns in six games. Well, was, well, through the air. So, 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 just, them, just I think stop two there. Touchdowns a year, two in the air, three on the ground. Yeah. Top five running back going into week seven. Great. Half people, the year. People forget that. If you ask anybody, they'll say David Johnson was a bust this year, but that's not the case before he got hurt. Yeah. I, I mean, there is there is durability concerns. Same with Tua here. Mm-hmm. There's durability concerns. I am. I mean, like, if I'm, I'd be willing to make the bet. I'll put my money down right now that David Johnson produces in Houston. No, I think he's going to produce in Houston too because not only has he been great, but like under Bill O'Brien, the running Texans backs there. have had yeah. Yeah. really good running back production. They've only so outside of the top twenty three times, two of those times came when starters were injured, so they didn't have a whole season. They couldn't really do that. 
You're, you're the, talking about running backs like Lamar Miller? Yeah. Do they not have Lamar Miller still? Lamar Miller still? He is Miller technically still? still on the team, I believe. Uh, Look, last year, last year, I want to talk about last year, Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson split the work, right? Carlos Hyde, yeah. without any receiving work at all in a PPR format, was the running back 26. If you take all Duke Johnson's numbers, combine them with Carlos Hyde's, because presumably David Johnson's going to get the passing work as well. If you combine those... The Texans running back was a top five running back last season, which is insane because it was Carlos right. Hyde and Duke Johnson. Yeah, the, the problem here isn't David Johnson's like ability. It, 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 is, it rests on David Johnson's ability to stay on the field. Sure. This is where this yeah. sits. David yeah. Johnson could be a top ten running back in fantasy football oh, next year without a doubt because the, the, let's be honest, Watson is going to be a top ten quarterback. Still? Still. Yeah. Defense is going to respect him. David Johnson is not going to get a loaded box. I mean, like, honestly, you're going to – he should produce. The question is, <laughs> can he stay on the field? He said box. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking bo- – like, when the news came out that the Arizona ownership said, David Johnson, we're not cutting him, that sucked. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, David Johnson's in a position where he can be a stud. Kenyon Drake, franchise tagged without any competition on this team, could be a stud. I think Deshaun Watson's value is boosted by this news. I don't know if I hear that. I want to take this, I want to separate this from the news we're going to talk about next. Just the fact that David Johnson comes to the team helps Deshaun Watson. Forget about the rest that we're going to get to. What what I would say to your point is this, is that for three years we've been waiting for a Houston running back to produce points. Yeah. In this year, it, it in in twenty twenty, it might happen. He is a better yeah. threat to, for defenses to look at David Johnson than what they've had in years past, which helps Deshaun Watson. For four stop. years, we're talking. But we're not. We're not talking like a year. We're talking like multiple. Yes, yes. Since two thousand fourteen, where Bill O'Brien's been there. Now let's move on. Same ish team. Same deal. DeAndre Hopkins is traded to the Arizona Cardinals. Tell me uh, your thoughts on, let's not just talk about DeAndre Hopkins, but also Houston and who the fuck is catching the ball. Let's talk about Arizona. Arizona got a hell of a boost. Let's be honest here. A boost. DeAndre Hopkins had a bad year last year in Houston. Bad year. And it was still a great wideout. Was he top five? He had a bad year in Houston. Bad year with? Almost thirty percent of this team's share second in the league. Right. Target. Not, 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 I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying for DeAndre Hopkins stats, yeah. it wasn't very good. Right. I, I am interested. I'm intrigued to see how this how this translates to Arizona. Here's here's the impressive part: is you're going to the air raid offense, who wants yeah. to put up tons of points, couldn't figure out how to have any good receiver. I mean. We we, Fitz, we all agree. Fitzy's a Hall of Famer. Fitzy's on the inside. Fitzy's a, a weird yeah. slot receiver now. Fitzy's job is to get six, seven yards. And drop. Just don't, that, don't get hurt. Job. Just drop it. Here's the fucked up part. That's all Hopkins. That, that that Those are the routes that he ran last year. That's not DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is a, a fucking burner down the field. Get him open and go. I think this is great for DeAndre Hopkins. So to me. For fantasy purposes, yeah. I, I don't I don't think this actually affects DeAndre Hopkins season a whole lot because bottom line is better the year than last year or not? He'll have a better mm. year than last year, but not by as much as you think. No, no, 
Because he was enough. good. What, what was he? He was, what, four? Why yeah, I mean, like, he wasn't bad. He just he was wasn't five. number one right. or two. It's, he, he's not going to get more targets than he had no. last mm-hmm. year. Um, you his know, target his, share will go down. His depth of target might go up a little bit. Will his? I think his his touchdown rate over the past three years is going to probably go down from where it was. I think he's he's that. Like, Hopkins is who he is. Like he is, he is yeah. a top four wide receiver for fantasy. Now he was last his year. His receptions, his receptions will go probably go down. I expect his Catch touchdowns, percentage. his touchdowns will go up. Okay. You you said it a minute ago, Wolfpack. Arizona made out like crazy. Yeah, they didn't have to give away a first round pick. No. Kyler fucking Murray, all of a sudden goes from having Larry Fitzgerald in the and slot, Christian and Kirk. Christian Kirk, who could not get it going given every no. opportunity in the world last year, and plus what the three wideouts they drafted the year to before, having God's gift to the quarterback in DeAndre Hopkins. Pretty much, which, all they gave up was like what a fourth round. I think it, yeah, it was a, it was a second so, and a fourth. So, so besides Julio, besides Michael Thomas, is there another receiver in the NFL that you take over him? I wouldn't even take Julio over him. Mm. I wouldn't. I'd take Michael Thomas over him, but that's it. Yeah. That's it. Julio's kind of slumped, but kind of... Julio's old as shit, okay? Hopkins is, what, 27? Like, he's good. Mm. Julio's 29? Julio's 31 years old. Is he 31? Yes, he's old as fuck. He's better than DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, look. because Matt Ryan throws it to only him. Kyler Murray <laughs> takes a big boon. To me, Larry Fitzgerald actually gets a, a nice bump here yes. playing in the slot because you're drawing safeties. DeAndre Hopkins, you said it, goes down the field, is drawing safeties. When safeties have to only worry about Christian Kirk. Who? They don't have to worry about it. They can no. play Larry Fitzgerald. Christian Kirk, on the other hand, Kirk who last season... Going into the season, people were like, oh my god, Kirk's going to be the fucking guy. But then Larry had a big first first five games. Yeah, um, Kirk, this season, going into the season, if it wasn't Hopkins, people would be all over. Uh, his target share is going to tail off so hard this year. I just year. agree on this. I actually think it's Kirk's benefit. Keep in mind, Kirk, Kirk put up, I think, four touchdowns. No, three or four touchdowns last year. Three were in one game. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not gonna help. It was t- no, I think it's gonna help Kirk. You're crazy. Kirk might get six touchdowns, and it might be more more, more spread out over the, the entire season. Let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins' re- quote unquote replacement because immediately oh, same day after trading away DeAndre Hopkins, Houston Texans, everybody on Twitter, hey, who's gonna be the guy? Is it gonna be Amari Cooper? Is it gonna be Stephon Diggs? Well, Bill O'Brien says, you know what receiver we need to fucking bring on to this team right now? That would be Randall Cobb. Horrible move. Worst GM ever. <laughs> you well, did bring this why you lost that dumb shit up. You lost it because um, you brought up a player that's not, not relevant. It's not comparable. Huh? You didn't bring this player up. I should have brought up Randall Cobb. I forgot Randall Cobb. Uh, look, Kiki Kuti, Will Fuller, Bruce Ellington, Braxton Miller. That's the receiver. Can any of them core stay healthy on this team? <laughs> Ki- look, Kiki Kuti is a a solid slot receiver. Yeah. Randall Will Cobb Fuller is your deep only a slot receiver. Yeah. Randall Cobb is a terrible decision. Don't get me wrong. Cobb did better last year in Dallas than I expected him to. He was for, he even what, for fantasy. Yards? Yeah, even for fantasy purposes. He was good. Yeah, he was, he good. was still good enough. Still won't draft he was him. relevant. 800 yards, 83 targets. That's that's a nice mm. number for a slot guy. The problem is, like, 
slot guys, slower receivers, middle-of-the-field receivers. That's all they have. Kenny Stills, who technically plays on the outside, does 30% of his snaps last year in the slot. Even on the outside is a mid-range receiver. Kiki Kuti is a true slot receiver. Yes, Will Fuller can go down the field. I guess Braxton Miller's the other guy on the outside here. Like, so, You don't need a mid-range fucking receiver. I was going to say, well, they go from deep throws to these short, intermediate, medium That's throws. started last and season. And just, you know, instead of getting 20, 30 yards, let's get, hey, let's get six. Let's get ten. Let's go ahead do, and just move the ball. They started doing that last season, even with Hopkins. I, I, Cobb is so irrelevant in here. They're going to draft a receiver. Um, yes, you have to. T. Higgins yeah, that, who I love. If T. Higgins goes to Houston, I'm taking him everywhere, guys. Keep the Clemson train going. Well, I'll be honest. I mean, here's the question. If is there any chance Fuller stays healthy? Because Fuller's with no, Fuller on the no, field. No? No. no. Right. Is he yet to stay healthy? Mm, he, no. When Fuller's on the field, he puts up numbers. True. Yes. If but he, he always there, pulls a hammy at season. Let's also not downplay the fact that when Fuller's on the field, so is DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah, you're right. If, if the guy opposite of Will Fuller is Bruce Ellington, he is not no. five yards behind every defender sure. on any play, ever. Yeah, your job is, is to go up against a number two cornerback every time without any safety coverage. Right. Sa- with safeties that are hesitant to backpedal with you. Yeah. Yep. They're going to be up not, against the box now. no longer happening. Yeah. Great point. They're going to be in the box. They're going to be stopping the run. Look, Randall Cobb, this is a down tick for me from Dallas because I'm Dallas. <laughs> is Randall Cobb fantasy relevant? I'm just saying he's the guy we're talking about. The the entire Texans fucking receiving core is a down tick for me. But I will say this move doesn't do anything, doesn't like, do anything Hopkins, for you. Hopkins, Watson's fine. Like it's, it is what it is for Watson. Now, it do you think it. Houston and their pick? Will draft a wide receiver, or will they go O line? Because the O line's not that good. Either. They're going receiver. They're picking late, and then they've got a couple of seconds. I'm, look, I'm telling I mean, you, they'll get receiver. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking I'm like first you, round. If they take. Do they have a first I'll, round? Yes, they, around their spot. <laughs> T Higgins is has fallen in most mocks around their spot, and I I honestly think T Higgins is is out of all the receivers available the best fit for this team for what they need. Yeah. And yeah, he comes from Clemson, just like Hopkins did. Whatever, it's fine, it's cool, it's it's badass. I think if Higgins goes there, I'm I'm all over fucking Higgins and Dynasty. All over. I don't love T. Higgins as a wide receiver, but for the but Texans, for that team, I do. You, He's you got Sean Jeffrey, dude. Maybe. It's a bigger series. That, that his job is to box out and get open and catch Except the ball. Except he's got some speed, right, that he can get down the field a little bit. Austin Jeffrey didn't do a bad job at that. I like Elshon Jeffrey, man. When he came to, when he was drafted by the Bears, I loved it. South uh, South Carolina Gamecocks, baby. Give me number four here. So that so after all that talk, maybe Diggs was gonna go to Houston. That didn't happen. However, Diggs did get traded to the Buffalo Bills before this trade happened. You know, Stephon Diggs put on his Twitter. He said, "Time, Time to move on." Start. Yes. And then the trade came hours later. It was before he knew this was happening. He just wanted to leave. He was done. He just wanted to fucking leave. So, so Stephon Diggs, Buffalo Bill. We all knew after this season that the Bills needed help at the wide receiver position. Doug's, does Diggs do it for you? The answer is no. Mm. I like Stephon Diggs. I told you this before. We, we have Stephon Diggs as our fancy receiver. Love. And it, no, no, no. I don't love him. He's a 
is a great number two receiver. If you try to put him in number one position, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, here's the problem I had with him going to Buffalo. He put up good numbers in Minnesota for a couple of years, and they, they have a, a legit offense. I don't see how he transitions to Buffalo and puts up anywhere close to the same amount of receptions or touchdowns. It's here's, just not going to happen. I feel like it's almost the same. It's, but it's worse. That's the difference. But it's worse. Here's the thing. Let me tell you what I like about what Stephon Diggs has done in his career. I think it's really impressive. When he first, when he first came onto the the scene, everybody was all excited about Stephon Diggs. When he first performed, he did it with, across Adam Thielen, and he did it two ways: on short and intermediate routes, and in the red zone. Almost all of his work red zone came on short routes and end zone contested catches. Yeah. He did that for a while and he was great at it. His his contested catch rate that first year, 89% or whatever was insane. He showed that he had that skill set to be a complimentary receiver and a red zone threat. Last season, he took his 10 yard per catch average, bumped that to 17 when he was playing against number one cornerbacks. Hundred and uh, he had thirty nine fewer catches in two thousand nineteen than he had in two thousand eighteen. Yet he had more yards receiving, over eleven hundred yards receiving last year. Which, by the way, let's remember he didn't practice last season, ever. Okay, after week three, he didn't practice one time. Went for eleven hundred yards on one hundred and nine catches as the one on his team because Adam Thielen didn't play out. all fucking year. He showed that he can play. The one, and he can play the downfield. He has a downfield skill set against one coverage. He has a short and intermediate skill set. He has a contested catch red zone skill set. He has shown that he can do everything. Last season, his route tree expanded to legitimately every route that's run in the NFL. And yes, on occasion, he struggled against some of the best corners in the league last season. But... He showed he can do it all. He has Look, succeeded at every. You, you're you're, every, you're basing this only on his talent. No one's questioning Stephon Diggs' talent. I agree with you on his talent. He's a he's a legit wide he's a legit wide receiver. The the problem is this: he's Josh Allen, his his quarterback. Yeah. Okay. But Josh Allen can throw it deep. Sure. So just say, without hey, any accuracy, he's not accurate. He doesn't. He's not good in the pocket. Everything I told you guys before. He he tucks the ball before than he should. Josh Allen's a great fantasy quarterback because he gives you dumb points. This is not going to help Stephon Diggs' numbers. This is my whole concern here. It's not about Stephon Diggs, how good Stephon Diggs is. It's about how bad his quarterback is. The difference is his cousins would look down the field. Josh Allen doesn't fucking do that at all. I think, so So here's what I think. Yeah, look, between, I think Stephon, to be honest with you, Stephon Diggs with John Brown on the other side of the field, I think is a really good tandem at wide receiver. I really it's not like gonna that either of them though is the problem. It all it, it does. It all comes down to what Josh Allen can do with the fall with the ball. Has Josh been, has Allen been, has been a great passer in the league. No, but like he's got the tools, he's got the weapons, he's got the fucking. It's it's all about Josh Allen whether Josh Allen can get the get the ball out of his hands downfield. I you know what. I think Josh Allen is going to prove to be a better passer than we think. Is he going to be great? 
No, but he's this, never been a good passer. There's no argument though. He's not a good passer. He's bad at it. This is the this is this is the this is his last chance to show us that he can be because he's got. How has no Josh Allen ever proven to you that he's good at he's it? He's got no excuses left. Let's real quick flip this. Let's look at the Viking side of the ball. This hurts everybody on the Vikings. Yeah, it hurts Thielen on the Vikings. Who Thielen has in time at times shown he can get open against anybody. That's right. great. But without Stephon Diggs on the other side of the field, I think that makes it a little harder for Thielen. But for Cousins, got... obviously, it hurts him. the The only guy I like here, you gotta you gotta have some love for Ola B.C. Johnson, right? Who got drafted sixth, seventh round, but he had some opportunity last season. Well, here's the other guy. No, actually, I think they're gonna draft another wide receiver. Yeah. No, I think Johnson's gonna get an opportunity to start. Well, here's the other other two players that I actually do like. Kyle Rudolph is back, and so will be Irv Smith. I like both those guys. Both those guys are legit. Legit targets. Kyle Rudolph is going to be slower, more red zone target. Irv Smith is a legit talent, and he probably is not. He's not going to replace Stephon Diggs, but he could go over the middle a bit more. You know what? I also think this helps. I think this helps every offensive piece of the Buffalo Bills. I think. I think. Oh yeah. Singletary's get a boon. John Brown not having to be the one. But yes. Being able to I, you're right on that. Love me some John Brown. I actually might like John Brown Cole more. Beasley fucking over the yeah, middle. He can actually like. play slot now instead of the number yes. two. I, I I think this helps a lot of people. I, I and would, I don't think it hurts Diggs that much. To be I honest. would argue that John Brown's gonna be helped out actually more. Love me some John Brown. Because John Brown's not gonna be double teamed at no. all. Yeah. So 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 good good move. If Josh Allen can get it together, good move. Let's talk. Austin Hooper, bad timing. Wiz is going to the bathroom. Ooh. He loves some Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper's going to the Cleveland Browns for a lot of money. The Cleveland Browns are spending a lot of money, a lot of yes. money, a lot of offensive linemen, some defensive. They help. needed the offensive line. Austin though. Hooper with a historic tight end contract. There, um, he did have a breakout season last season, but look, he's been good. He's had a good quarterback. Of, he's though. been good all of his years, but yeah. He's had a great offense. Yes. Do you like Austin Hooper in Cleveland? Is this somebody you want on your team? I would say it's someone you have you would draft on your team from Cleveland because their backup. I don't. I get Najoku. Dave Njoku. Yeah. I mean, he's like what last year. He's got another year left. Two years left. Yeah. I mean, he's not gonna get as many targets anymore. Unfortunate for Njoku because he's like the athletic freak that going into every every season right. people want to love, right. but he gets hurt. Hooper's yeah. your guy now. Mayf- or Baker can't doesn't like the tight end all of a sudden because there's a hundred billion fucking weapons on right. his team. Right. Um, but it, I feel like this is going to help Cleveland though. Like, yeah. Maybe not as much, but it's still going to help because he is a good it's another blocking option. tight end. It's another option, but Let's be fair here. The Browns are not hurting for weapons. No, no, they're Baker not. Baker Mayfield is not hurting for targets. He's hurting for time to throw the yeah. ball. Yeah. So we'll see if the offensive line signings yeah. help. Austin Hooper's not going to block. Um, I think this hurts Hooper's value so much. Going, it to won't be as though. good as it was before. Even it, it, Atlanta also had a bunch of weapons, but they're they better did. at offense. Yes. Right. So come on. The only problem with Atlanta, they couldn't run the ball. They could run the ball fine. Not a, not like Cleveland, Cleveland runs the ball better, but Cleveland can't really. Th- outside of Jarvis Landry last year, there was nothing worth looking no, at. No, but at least ball. you can do a better play action pass yeah. with Cleveland than you could with Atlanta because it's more yeah. like, oh, they can't run the ball. We'll just keep these guys here yeah. and we'll throw everybody in the backfield. We'll double team Julio because that's all he's got and Ridley. I just don't think. What, I, what do you feel about uh, Hooper? I don't think Mayfield likes a tight end. 
<laughs> too many guys on the Browns. This is a bad I, well, move. I, I Cooper. think Cooper's a legit tight end. Let's but not lie is, about that. This hurts Cooper's stock a lot. Oh, yeah. So much. Well, right. here's a question. He's we'll, going to go from the tight end, what, three or two or three to six? Well, seven? he's a top five tight end without going to this position. The question is this. It, will Beckham be moved? It, no, it doesn't no. look like it. If Beckham's not moved, this, this hurts... Cooper a lot. I mean, you're talking about maybe ten, maybe ten. Yeah, I'm thinking six, eight. But yes, some. He, it, it sucks we'll get more Cooper's targets than the Joku, but yeah, that's because the Joku's yeah, gonna get hurt. The Joku's dead. Right. The doctor. That's gonna hurt the doctor's feelings. But David and Joku's dead. Let's talk about the replacement in Atlanta. So if you've got Austin Hooper going to a team that hurts his value quite a lot, how about Hayden Hurst going to the Atlanta Falcons? They were immediate in making this move after Hooper was gone. Clearly, this is somebody they had looked at. And, like, in college, I thought Hayden Hurst looked good. I liked him in the draft coming out. You might remember me talking about him in Baltimore as somebody that I think you should Most watch. Most of us try not to remember anything you say. Unfortunately, Mark Andrews also drafted the same year as Hayden Hurst is the guy that caught Lamar Jackson's eye. But I think Hayden Hurst uh, is... It's not only that. Mark Andrews is bigger. He's I think he's Hayden Hurst is a, is a legitimate athlete... And this is this we, just, we just said it. This is a great offense to be a part of. Yeah, it probably boosted his stock. Why? Well, they threw the ball more than almost anybody in the league. Six hundred sixteen attempts last season right. because they're always trying to catch up. Right. Right. Uh, Austin Hooper had the second highest target share on his team. Yes, Julio Jones is a stud, but Matt Ryan likes the tight end. Likes it's Austin Hooper. Belt. Got used to throwing to Austin Hooper over the last three years. Yeah, I, I, I argue that H- H- Julio Jones is actually Hayden Hurst's benefit here. It, that, that's, sure. why, that's, why, that's why Hooper is always decent. is because he's, like you guys said before, he's, he's never getting all the coverage. He's, he's, he's getting over the middle, get, get behind the linebacker, find the weak, the, the opening, and that's his job. Get middle of the zone. I think Hayden Hurst is a great Pickup here. What a great awesome. Target. I tried so a hard to cheaper. get him. It, it, immediately, as soon as this was done, I tried to get him in, our, in Dynasty Leagues everywhere. It didn't happen. Yeah, because uh, your motion gets the best of you. If anybody wants to make the bet, I will bet you that Hurst finishes higher than Hooper Ooh. next season. Well, Peck, give me a good growl. That is, that is so close. I guarantee it. Mm. No, I, I won't take that bet. You know what? I'll do it. I'll yeah, do it. you Fuck will. It. I'll do it. You're an idiot. I'll bet. Yay! Great move for a kid who I think is the breakout tight end of this 2020 season. Let's Is that move. the next guy you're talking about? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amari fucking Cooper re-signs with the Dallas Cowboys. Amari Cooper is not exciting. Amari Cooper is not great at football. I don't know why every offseason people decide Amari Cooper is a quote-unquote legitimate number one wide receiver. He's not. That's not where he fucking finishes. No, I do I do like Cooper, but that's probably because like I'm an Alabama fan. But I mean I, I like him. I just don't see him as being like that top five. They're paying they're paying too much. So much money for a guy who's but I don't who think disappears should, for half a season at a time, yeah. even in Dallas. Yeah, and what was it that one game against New England? He had no targets, no receptions, or had like flat out zero. Had a bunch of targets, but no receptions because he didn't want to catch the ball. Or you something. Want, let me give you some interesting stats about Amari Cooper. Okay, in his career, he has finished outside the top seventy-five at his position 
more often than inside the top ten. It, the question though here is isn't about how much money Dallas spent. I mean, they I, to your point is yes, they, the, the amount of money they spent from a finance standpoint is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know how they justify it. Thirty percent of their cap goes to Dak Cooper and Zeke. No, no, there's Wait, an argument being made on those three on players, though. Okay, not Cooper, baby. Well, how is Dak on there, though? But here's for the salary. This is what you can't say about him: is that. 32 and a half, 35, whatever. Honestly, since Amari Cooper's been there, he's been nothing but a benefit to Dak. He's been he runs a he runs a great route. The guy the guy if he does anything good, he runs a phenomenal route. He's, he's been a benefit fa- to Dak fa- fantasy wise. Sometimes he's not going to change. How's he no. going to change? Here? Sometimes how's he going to change? He's not. He's not. Which means he's not going to be good. Here's another top stat. 15 wide receiver though. Here's another. Okay, but wildly inconsistent. So, so in Dallas. In Dallas, he's been a top 20 receiver 10 times. Eight times he's been outside the top 50. Like, wildly inconsistent. Not somebody I want on my team at all. Here's the argument to be made here. It's unlike, unlike DeAndre Hopkins, unlike Julio Jones, unlike Beckham, this guy is not going to take defenses off and and, and draw double coverage and still get open. This is not Amari Cooper. No. He he is a second, third tier number one receiver. Yeah. Sometimes. No, he that that's what he is. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a two three number one wide receiver that he's gonna win you games because that's what he does. He will win you games. But he will fucking lose you more. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But as long as you understand that and that and that's how you build your team, there's a whole difference here. Is is yeah. You got You've got to be. Here's what you've got to be willing to do with Amari Cooper. Okay, you play him until he has a top twelve week, and then you sit him the next week. You don't do that. No, you're wrong. What? Well, let me let me prove you. It to build you. your team. Is it you build? Honestly, like this is where you draft Andre Brown. You you draft numerous other other number one wide receivers with him, so you can play that game a little let me, bit. Pr- look, here, so let me give you a couple more stats. Over the course of his entire career, the week after a top twelve finish for Amari Cooper, he average the week after he averages wide receiver forty nine. Mm-hmm. The last time he went three games in a row inside That's the top Dallas, twenty-four, we had those three games in Dallas was week two, three, and four oh. in his rookie season. He had those like what? that was two thousand fifteen. He had those two or three games or three or four games in Dallas when they traded for him, wasn't it? The yeah. last time he did three really? games in a row. The last time he went two weeks in a row inside the top ten was two thousand sixteen. This is not a. Gu- like, unless you want to yeah, I guess. I disagree with you on that. I did all this research. I'm telling you, so, this is a guy that you can roll the dice on in any given week, and maybe you have a top 12 finish. Maybe you have a bottom outside the top seven. This is not finish. about where he finishes. This is about where you draft him. I was going to say, where Big where him? you draft him. I doubt he's there. So I, I'm, I'm a more auction guy here. So I, I'm paying dollars to him. I would go high teens, 20-ish. Because that's what I think that the bottom line here is that Amari Cooper is going to win you games. That matters. Has been drafted inside the top twelve every fucking year since his rookie year, and he's never performed inside the top twelve. Your job to tell our listeners isn't that. Your job to tell listeners is that realize what you're buying when you get him. He will win you weeks. That's what he does. The pro- the difference though with him versus DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre. Or Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas will always be number, will fill a number one yeah. spot. Do it that will not out. be Amari Cooper. 
You, if you're drafting Amari Cooper, you better have next to him somebody with the highest floor you've ever seen at the wide receiver. Well, well so here's my question: If you can, if you compare Amari Cooper to, with Stephon Diggs and John, I mean, like, ugh, I would take that because I'm drafting two. No. I totally would do that because not I, I got I got two guys flirting on that number one spot, but are really number two wide receivers. I was gonna say I would not put Stephon Diggs and Amari Cooper on the same lineup. On my fantasy team, would not do it. They're they're too inconsistent. The only the only reason I would ever have Amari Cooper on my roster is if the rest of my starting core was the highest floored guys I could find because he finishes one, but he has finished the number one wide receiver exactly as many times as he has finished outside the top ninety. Who are the number ones though? That's my point. You're talking about, you're talking about Michael Thomas and, Michael Thomas and Julio stuff. Jones and. Yes. My, how many guys are there? I'd way rather. How have many Mike guys Evans. are there? I'd way rather have Mike Evans. How many guys are there? Than Amari Cooper. How many guys are number ones? Uh, ahead of how many guys I got ahead of him? How many guys are pure number ones? Uh, was there there's 30, three. There's thirty-two teams, so what? Thirty-one. Mm. <laughs> no, Mike Evans is is Mike Evans number one? I, way yeah. over Amari Cooper, he is yes. Maybe not with Tom Brady. He did <laughs> last year's last year's numbers were not that, and I'm nuts. Yeah, he was. Mike Evans was the 8 last year on 13 games. Amari Cooper was the 9 last year on 16 games. Not so different, are they? Yeah. Yes, they are different. They're not. They're the same fucking One of them averaged 16 points a game. The other averaged 12 points a game. And three games less. I, I, I Thank you for, for, for adding that for, to me. You're welcome. And Mike Evans never finished outside the top. Until I got hurt. Ah, oh, imagine that. So here's a question to that: You want you want Mike Evans? You want Mike Evans that you can't play ha- for a quarter of the season? What do you mean? Mike Evans has never gotten hurt before last season. Mike Evans and he has had three a, games. Mike Evans has a hurt hamstring every fucking year. He still plays. Yeah, I so is Julio Jones, dumb fuck. Exactly. I would take Mike Evans a hundred percent of the time ahead of him. I think there's a wrong with this. What are you making a bet on this? Whatever you so like. So I bet you give me 30 points plus, I'll take Amari Cooper. What Where's are you Mike about? You're saying he's better than Amari? Uh, you're saying he's better than Mike Evans. Why do you need points? You're so confident. Uh, yes, because he sucks. Okay. I don't like so Mike so Evans Give either. me 30 points. No. How many points do you want to give me? I'll give you two. <laughs> <laughs> how many points do you want to give me? I told you how many points I think you're a pussy. I, I don't think Tom Brady does a lot for Mike Evans is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Tom Brady is a lot for... All right, let's go to number 10. Wait, hang on. You skipped 7 and 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy Graham in Chicago? Let's make this quick, though. Jimmy Graham does Chicago. Terrible move. That is true. Period. For everyone? Yes. Tannehill. Um, Nothing changes There's here. a slight chance that Trubisky throws less interceptions in the red zone because Jimmy Graham's box out and then drops the pass and That's then you true. have a field goal opportunity. Ryan Tannehill is re-signing with the Tennessee Titans. Anything change? Yeah, he's going to take a dip from where people expect because yeah. he's not going to be as good as he was last year. Neither is A.J. Brown, but he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be fine there. He's a, he's a super flex quarterback to own, but he's not going to be finished in the top 12. He's not going to be, shouldn't be drafted in the top 12. Um, we already talked about Amari Cooper there. How about Kareem Hunt giving a second-round tender in Cleveland? That's disappointing if you were hoping for Kareem Hunt because Kareem Hunt goes – to one of these teams that needed a running back prior to this week. Well, hang on. That's a move. That's a nice move. Are the Bucks willing to give that second round tender up? 
Mm. I don't know that. I don't know that they are. Why would they not? I mean, honestly, I, they should they, look. They should. And right. to be honest, when this first happened, my initial thought was. Cleveland did this so they can get a pick back when somebody exactly they didn't want Kareem Hunt. Worst case scenario, they got him back fine on a cheap deal. But they were hoping they could get a good second round pick for well, him. Yeah, why well, else would you think? Yeah, but I don't know that anybody's going to take him. There's there's too many options on the market. You are right on that. Yes. So Kareem Hunt's going to probably end up with Cleveland Brown again next year. I have said this more times on this show than I can count. Nick Chubb can't run the ball inside the five. I think Kareem Hunt becomes the goal line back, the pass catching back. And he has some value in PPR formats. You state that, but, but in pure straight line running, Chubby does a better job than Hunt. That is correct, yes. The difference is They're this. both great running backs, yes. but yes, Chubb, Chubb is more explosive than Hunt is. The difference is this, is that in, in, in those red zone carries, that it's more they, they, they spread the ball out and then you give it to Chubb versus with, with Chubb... You fucking pound everything in the fucking within the three yard line, and they go ground and pound and see well, what happens. Well, in, in the last few games, Kareem Hunt got a lot of that, and he succeeded, whereas Chubb was so bad. I Chubb don't have any faith. Chubb was so bad. Yeah, but so I look like the Matt Forte. Matt Forte was also terrible in, in the fucking red zone. Yeah, terrible. Wasn't great. He was Marshawn Lynch, to be honest with you. But is what it is. Kareem Hunt is good inside the red zone. I hope. Here's my hope. He does go somewhere else. I don't care wherever it is. I yeah. hope he goes somewhere else. Somewhere else. Agreed. So it was disappointing to see. Yeah. Hopefully it happens. I don't see it happening at this point, though, just because with Gurley out, Melvin Gordon's still, well, they're both signed. We'll talk about those later. But there's there's other options out there, and teams there's are There's not that many options, though. And there are there are rookie options. And as Bullfrog reminded us all via the... Via the Did you still listen to him? The, no, via the text message <laughs> strand earlier, like, running backs are replaceable. Take the cheap, young options. He's not wrong on that. And that's going to happen. No. It's a shame that they did this second round tender, but someone signs him. I mean, that's a good deal for the Browns. It is legitimately the lowest tender they could have taken. They could have taken a first round tender, second round tender, or original round tender. And Kareem Hunt was when was he drafted? Second round, first round, first round, second round. No, Kareem Hunt was Ooh. third or fourth. Oh, they should have taken yeah. the original. But they wanted Ohio or something, wasn't he? They wanted to pick back Kareem Hunt. I don't know where Kareem Hunt played. No, Toledo. Toledo. Yeah. Yeah, Ohio, that shitbag state. The worst the in the glass. country. No, it's not. But the glass, it's like Alabama is the worst in the country. No, let's be honest. I am being honest. Yeah. But the worst in the country. Mississippi is the worst in the country in most measures. But. <laughs> oh, right. Day number two. All right, so that was day number one. Very exciting day. It got a little bit less exciting. Don't worry. We're not going to be here all goddamn day. Teddy Bridgewater goes to the Carolina Panthers. To start, now let me say this. The Bears and the Panthers made the exact same monetary offer to Teddy Bridgewater. He said that he did not choose Chicago because he did not want to have to compete for the starting role, which means goodbye, Cam Newton, gone from the team. I don't think he's been cut yet, technically. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting because actually Cam is the most proven starter out of those three spots. He's what? Most proven, proven Yes, he has more time. Yes, he's been asked to look he, for a trade. He was an MVP candidate at one point, wasn't he? He was an MVP. Yeah, he went to the Super Bowl. Went to the Super Bowl against year. yeah against Denver. Lost. Teddy Bridgewater had a really great year last year. Nine touchdowns, two interceptions in his limited five starts. Five, yeah, five starts. Uh, he comes into a team last year that saw Kyle Allen and Will Greer fight for the starting position. Like, if the, you don't think this is a a bump for every Panther, you're an idiot. Like, 
Maybe what? not CMC. Well, here's question for you. What is the problem with Cam? That, that's really the problem that I have. Well, the shoulder for two seasons in a row, right? He had three, right. four surgeries on the same fucking shoulder, so that was an issue. But, like, Cam wasn't there last year, okay? We can forget about Cam. If we're talking about last year's production from DJ Moore, from Curtis Samuel, and DJ Moore had a fine DJ Moore season. had a great year. What are you talking about fine? He had a great year. For what he you, had? You add, yes. that, you add a, a quarterback who has shown recently to be legitimate as a starter in the league in Teddy. That's a boon for all these guys. Plus a good running back. Let me ask this question. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater was phenomenal in New Orleans with one of the best offense corners in the game. Are you concerned about any sort of the, here's the so like So I'd like to say, I'd like to tell you about the Panthers' offense and how this would fit. But new, nah. Matt Rule's coming in. He's going to overhaul this entire team. Yeah. Right? Ron Rivera's all, like team in the change. Change all I can So we have no idea what this offense is going to look like. What we know is that Matt Rule knows how to turn around a team that's not yeah. performing. He did it with Baylor, right? He turned him into a, a legitimate fucking. Uh, team in college football. There is Does a that difference, translate? though, going to... Co- I don't know. Does that translate? We have no idea. What we do know is that Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Kyle Allen, Will Greer, the options yeah. that were throwing the yeah. ball to yeah. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel last year, right? I'm confident the fact that Teddy Bridgewater, from a fantasy standpoint, will give you points. You draft Kid Teddy in a super flex. Yeah, Absolutely. all day long you do. Yeah. I, I don't think he's ever going to give you the, the points that Cam did in his prime. Personally, because no. Cam ran over people, that's sure. not going to be Teddy Bridgewater. And Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a. Teddy's Kurt... got a bad knee. Teddy Bridgewater is Kirk Cousins ish to me. I mean, that, that, that's. With a tan. I don't, yeah, I don't see color. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You apparently do. I, look, I wish Teddy came to Chicago. Like, I'd much yeah, rather I have Teddy too. than Foles yep. in Chicago. And they tried so hard to get him. $60 million in two years is a big contract. Yeah, why, why, why? Didn't he get three years? So he, why why go to Carolina and know that? Because Starting they spot. promised him Cam wouldn't be on the team, so he had I no mean, competition. That's the only way that argument goes. He said in an interview he didn't come to Chicago. He didn't want the quarterback. He didn't want competition for the starting. He wanted goal. to start. He wanted the. He wanted a promised starting. Okay, goal. so then where does Cam go? God only knows. Like, no, g- give me, there, give me yeah. a there team is here. Boys. No team that needs a quarterback. Well, the the Patriots need Denver. A Badly. Denver's Denver, got their. I, uh, I like Drew Stockton. Drew Locke. You might like Drew Stockton. Drew Locke. Miami needs a fucking quarterback. They just signed Fitzmagic. Yes, they did. Resigned him, so I mean. Jacksonville? Jacksonville, Gardner Minshew. I mean, yeah. they got a bus There's a handful that need him, right? And we've got. We've got Cam here. We've got Jameis here. We've got fucking uh, Joe Flacco, who is going yeah. to get a job no, probably as a backup. Joe Flacco is... I think he's done. Done. I mean, he's going to be signed somewhere. He will be a backup somewhere. He no. doesn't go next Joe Flacco doesn't need the money. Let's be honest with this one. He'll take he the will backup. retire. Backup, it, job, backup, benefit, backup benefit quarterback is the greatest job in the world. He's going to take it. Need the money. Where would he go then? doesn't matter. doesn't fucking I mean, matter. He's got to go somewhere, and I just don't see that happening. Unless he goes to Tampa Bay, I and think, their I think Cam has very few options here. Cam is going to Washington, which I don't think Ron Rivera wants. Oh, he doesn't want anything to do with Cam. He's not going to Washington. He is no. not going to Washington. Cam no, because they're going to draft two. Not take him. Denver's interesting to me, and don't be surprised if Carol or sorry, the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, but the Chargers could probably use a better option. We'll see what happens with Cam. Could be interesting. I think this is a bump for everybody, including Teddy Bridgewater, somebody who you draft, and don't be afraid of the weapons. Let's move on. Jordan Howard to the Miami Dolphins. 
guys, uh, um, I like Jordan Howard. I put an article up on that TCK website about Jordan Howard before this uh, free agency went down. Yeah. I said he was somebody you should be targeting in Dynasty because he was a study. He was a top 20 in most statistical categories last year. Jordan, The Doc, a huge Dolphins fan, likes this move. What do you guys think? I think it, it's going for Brian Flores. I think it's ground and pound and, and go show it to me. For running back, that's all he does. Yeah. I think Jordan, Fla- Jordan Howard's same floor, same ceiling, to be honest with you. I don't see a lot of change. Look, Jordan Howard last year, even though he missed time, right, last year right. when he got hurt, over the course of the season, um, top 24 in rushing yards per game, not the only guy on the team. Top 24 in yards per carry. Top 20 in first downs with the ball. Top 7 in touchdown rate, that is touchdowns per touch. He's a great goal line back. Even if he stayed in Philly, I thought he was going to be a great goal line back. He was eight, running at 18 in juke rate, which is not something I equate with Jordan Howard. Um, breakaway run, 15 run, or he had, uh, he was running at eight in breakaway run rate yards, uh, carries over 15 yards. Again, not something I generally equate with this guy running back two in goal line success rate. That's touchdowns per attempt inside the five. He is very good there. He's a very good short yardage back. He can still do a lot. I think in my Miami is the perfect place for a running back to fall this year because they're anybody. so desperate for a back. I think Jordan Howard is a I, real opportunity. I thought it was a good pick or a good signing until everything else happened those this week. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I still think it's great, a great signing. The fact of the matter is, is that Miami, you know what the fuck that's going on there, and Brian right. Flores is coming out of New England where he doesn't know anything better than to ground and pound. Yeah. Honestly, if you're. You could legitimately buy Jordan Howard again. From from I, I say buy because I'm I'm direct like dollars here. I don't know 20, 15 to twenty dollars. I would not spend twenty dollars on him. To Look, me, it's a deal for twelve dollars. From most draft standpoints, is it seventh, eighth, ninth rounds? Before this move, he was being drafted in the fourteenth round. Okay, where's he at now? I don't I don't know that. Hey, it hasn't been long enough for. Anybody do collect enough data to give me a reasonable number? I'm assuming seven, eight, nine. That's yeah, a I don't know. It seems like a good round yeah. if you can get him in seven. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd, I'd take him there. I don't think it's that bad. Jarek McKinnon stays a 49er restructured contract. Do we love it? He's on our dynasty so what, team. There's four teams. He was four our running backs now on that. Was he our first ever pick? No, he was our second. Uh, Melvin uh, Gordon was our first. Which which we what, take what Gordon. We take Gordon McCaffrey. He was our third pick. Caffrey's a third, huh? What, what's he going to tear it this year? I mean, we'll see yeah. what he tears this year. I, Jarek McKinnon, baby. I can't believe we're talking about him. Um, I don't like Jarek McKinnon. He can't stay healthy. I mean, there's a lot to say about him. I guess I'm happy he stays in the 49ers. That's what I'm probably happiest about. Yes. We haven't seen him play in how many? Two, three years? Anybody? It's been it's been three years, and he yeah. was fine, then, but he wasn't great. I I have said this all along. I think Shanahan saw something in McKinnon that he liked, and the fact that he's keeping him on this team it means he will at some point have the opportunity to show it, provided he stays healthy. Even if he starts as a three on the depth chart, every running back that's a part of the San Francisco 49ers gets a chance to start at some point in the year. Yeah, and there's four of them now. The best part for our listeners is we also have Mostert. Mostert? Who will McKinnon. be number one? We have Mostert McKinnon. 
We also have Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay, so we're, <laughs> we're we are we are fucking you guys are set. like crazy. Tom Brady is a Buccaneer. Yeah, but we didn't mention this. Is we actually we will mention this. I'm we, sure we talk. Yeah, we're talking about it. Yes, we'll mention this soon. Tom Brady's a Buccaneer, guys. Woo! Tom Brady's I a Buccaneer. I honestly don't understand why to go to Tampa. Why Tom would leave? Why would he go to Tampa? I mean, I understand why leaving New England. Why would he pick Tampa if why he had a lot Tampa? of suitors? Besides that there is no state tax in Florida. You get all your money. Oh, you have it. You get that. But I mean, like, for the team. I know you got I your two wideouts and a running if, back. If Tom was... couldn't run the ball. If okay. Howard... If Tom was staying for the team, I think he would I think he would have stayed in New England. They had a better defense. Yeah. Let's be honest. I, I think at this right. point in Tom's career, it was all about money. And guess who gave the most just money? Just want to do it one time. Just like, He's I'm tired of money. taking salary cuts, which he's right. done for five years in a row. Right. Five years in a row. row. He's done for countless, how many years so has Tom Brady taken it? now it's more of like, it? this one time, I want to get the money. And this is what it was. I mean, I, I, I sat there and I watched this, and I'm thinking, why Tampa? Well, here's, here's my Besides the money, why Tampa? Here's my, my whole issue with this is like, I mean, let's go look back. Most of our listeners don't know this, but like Johnny Nice was terrible when he went to a new team. Joe Montana went to fucking goddamn the Chiefs was not good. We're talking about one of the best quarterbacks ever to play the position, and he goes to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, who wants to throw the ball in Bruce Arians' air, kind of air raid, but deep throw passing. Last attack. season, the Bucks finished in the top four in all these all these categories: total points, yards, plays per game, pass attempts. Passing yards, they were first in the category. God loves passing your hot touchdowns. God loves your like, golden outlook, sunshine. So, like, if you're a quarterback thinking, I want to throw the ball about... I, now, Tom Brady, Tom Brady is not that. He doesn't want that. And, 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 like, he's not... He's not Jameis Winston. Like, Jameis Winston chucked the fucking ball down the do field. It. That is not something that Brady... Can he even do it? Can, can Tampa even well, run the ball? I, I do think there's a benefit to Tom Brady, like... Unlike Peyton Manning, when he turned 40 years old, couldn't throw the ball down the field. Like, his arm went out, right? Like, we don't see that with Tom Brady. Tom, Tom Brady's arm, his mechanics still look good. The question here is his, his feet. How long like how long can he keep avoiding passes and how long can he keep making moves? I, I don't I don't see a huge slide either way. I mean, if, where did Jameis finish is the question? High. Top five. I'm willing to bet Tom Brady doesn't go far from that. I think mm. he. I think he does. I think. How he does. far? I mean, like, I, you and Brady goes top ten. I'll bet top ten. I think he's gonna go outside, of top, go outside 10. of top ten. I'll bet both of you that. Oh, it's a bet. Oops! I just turned on the volume. I just fucking there. did it. Is it mine? Bet. Goodness! Yay! So sexy. Brady just doesn't throw the ball down the field anymore. I mean, no. even he over can't. the last. Over the last four years, is eight point one yards. You just went off to me on Mike Evans. How great Mike Evans was! Yeah, but he's not going to be this. My issue here on this team is this: Mike Evans is year in and year out, every single season, in the top five or six in average depth of target. He's a guy that goes downfield and Winston chucks the ball up to him. Brady doesn't throw the ball no. down the field. Jameis Winston finished this. This year's is the top thing that you don't understand. In downfield, that throws. wasn't his job to do in New England. He, I don't think he can. He hasn't. In, it's been five this guy years. is. It's what he's phenomenally done. He, he understands. He, he, he has great footwork. When you throw the ball down the field, it's about how your footwork is. 
His body movement, he has great mechanics. Okay, so it's it's been seven years since he's finished inside the top 20 in average depth of target passing. And seven years ago, you know who was on his team seven years ago? Is it Randy, Randy Moss? Moss? Yes, and, and even then, he was outside the top 20 in fucking depth of target. He can't throw it down the field anymore. You cannot ignore the fact that a 42-year-old Tell man me this. Who are can't his, chuck who, it like a 20 Who are his wide receivers in, in, since Randy Moss left? Remember Brandon Cooks, one of the fastest guys in the Brandon NFL. Oh yeah, big, big, big separator. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Oh my god, he's great. Brandon yes. Cooks is a deep. Fi- Give me another one. Brandon Cooks is downfield. Give guy. me another one. That's what he does. He goes Give, down. Yeah. Josh Gordon, downfield guy. Josh Gordon. <laughs> Antonio Brown, one game. One game. <laughs> Antonio Brown down the field. Bottom line is this. Bottom line is this. He has hit no receivers ground and get the ball, buddy. He's had a bunch. He doesn't throw it down the field anymore. Ooh. The fact is, he's old. Yeah. Look. Look, Mike Mike Evans takes a hit here, but Chris Godwin, 10.8 yards per target down the field outside of top 40 each of the last two seasons. This is a guy. This is a Tom Brady receiver. Chris Godwin is the finishes one on the team next year, no doubt. Does Tampa even have a running game like to even help Tom? No, not yet. Like like an like an offensive line that could like hey. Push some people. No, no, no. Don't get, don't get this wrong. They have a decent offensive line. Dude, I, I didn't really know. Yeah, their offensive I mean, line is not bad. They got um, to run the ball last year, it seemed like. Better question. Can Tom Brady figure out how to make O.J. Howard relevant? Yes. I disagree with all these questions. The question really is is that how much of a Bruce Arians offense does he give control to Tom mm. Brady? I think it, look, Tom Brady can't finish better than he did last year. He, threw, he was fourth in pass. You're an last idiot year. when you say that because let me tell you this: he Kurt Warner went out of St. Louis to the Giants, was terrible, just resurrect, fucking came out of nowhere to fucking the Arizona Cardinals and resurrected his career yeah. under Bruce Arians. Where did Brady finish last season? I don't give. That wasn't the offense. I said he can't finish higher than he did last season. Where did he finish last season? Eighteen. Let's find out. Wrong. He finished 12th, and he threw the ball the third most attempts in the league last year. Their offense wasn't good. You know, he doesn't. Apples to oranges. Do we make another bet? We, what did we just bet? Top, what did you say? I said he wouldn't. I said go top 10. Okay, uh, so we, we already, already made that bet. Yeah. He will finish worse than he did last season. I promise. I'm not taking that. We already took, outside we already took top that 10. bet. I like I like Chris Godwin to have a nice year. How's Chris Godwin give him a better year if if Tom Brady I, does not? I don't think he has a better year. I think he has. He was a wide receiver two last year. He, I think he's good this year. I think Mike Evans takes a big hit. Hoji Howard might have the potential to do fine, but the uh, much of the I mean I don't know that much else changes. Mike Evans is the big shot that's taken on this team. Why do you think that? Jameis Winston, who's a worse quarterback, is going to give these guys worse numbers. Because he threw it down the field. And that's what Mike Evans did. Why is Tom Brady not going to throw the ball? When you, what is down the field to you? 25 yards. Tom Brady can't throw the ball out in 25 yards. Not Let's regularly, not 40 times a game like Jameis did. Woo! No. <laughs> You're an idiot. I don't think I am. I, I think I might go, I'm willing to go double or nothing on the bat. We already did. No, I mean like I'm willing to go make it four to four to one odds, four to two odds. Why? Why don't you say just two to one odds? Two to one, four to one, same thing. Four to two, four two to two, one. Yeah. How about let's talk about the other big quarterback signing? This is your boy. There let's, you go. Let's, let's, let's take, you you could take the reins on this one. Philip Rivers is Colt. I was originally 
I guess I was kind of like on the fence. I, I really thought, no, don't get Phillip Rivers because I originally thought, hey, 13th pick, go get a quarterback. Go, you know, go get a wide receiver for Brissett, and then next year maybe go get a quarterback. But, I mean, he's played with or had Frank Wright as the coach, as in this offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach. I don't remember which one. I think he's offensive coordinator. But it was like one of the best years that Rivers had. So, I mean, you only sign him for one year, 25 mil. That's kind of a bargain because it's only one yeah. year. You can trade Brissett, still draft a quarterback in the second, third round. I mean, you got we got two second-round draft picks. So just grab someone from there. And, you know, he can still learn behind Rivers. And it's not – because Rivers, I feel like because he's got that offensive line. He's got a running game. The only thing he's missing is a second wide receiver. And a tight end because Jack Doyle is he's a tight end, but he's he's more of a blocking tight end. He's not a a he's receiving fine. tight end. He's he'll he'll get you your catches. He's not gonna, he's gonna he's, make or break a quarter. No, it's not gonna be like Eric Ebron and drop everything. You see, he's a fine fine offensive line. He is one of the best offensive he lines has, in the he has, game. Look, look, he has a good one. Yeah, and but, they all stayed intact. So, so last last season, the pass blocking rank based. This is Football Outsiders ranked Indianapolis Colts six. Awesome. Yeah. But the Chargers were nine. Like it's not like he's improving greatly here. Quarterback hits. Colts gave up ninety three quarterback hits last year. Chargers did ninety five. It's not that big of a difference. Sacks allowed thirty two by the Colts, thirty four by the Chargers. It's not that big of a There's difference. A lot it's not, that like, it's you, not like his you, line is improving. You, you bring those stats up, but here's the difference. I mean, when you when you have a legit oh. offensive coordinator call, calling your right. game, there's a difference to that. And a, I feel like a great running game. Running team. They're like, what, fifth, sixth? Uh, Quinn Nelson Chargers... is the best left guard in the game. Yes. Anyone wants to run the ball behind him. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it's not a bad, it's no. not a bad run game, but the, my point is this, like, it's not like he's stepping from a shitty no. offensive line, shitty run game into a good one all of a sudden. No. There is nothing about the move for Phillip Rivers that is exciting. Phillip Rivers was not worth owning. Last season for a Charger, he's not worth owning as a Colt here. You say that except for the fact that he's going from Anthony Lynn off his offense and got it was it was Mike yeah. McCoy probably yeah to Frank Reich who right. had one of his best Ooh. years ever and where, uh, where, Nick Sirianni on the under Anthony Lynn he threw the ball 597 times six most in the NFL yeah. Anthony Lynn threw a 513 times 30th most. Pass percentage, the percentage of the plays that you throw the Quality ball. Quality matters. We talked about this the fucking... percentage yeah. of the time. Six mo- six highest percentage of the time did the Chargers throw the ball. Quality. Indianapolis Quality. 28th. Right, what I'm saying is... Maybe the quality improves, but the quantity decreases. Yeah. The receiving options in in Los Angeles are better than the receiving yeah. options in Indianapolis. There's, there's no so one that can th- sign that's incomparable, is it? At best... At best, this is a lateral move for Philip Rivers. Is there anyone that, that's capable of sign that's comparable? Receiver-wise? Yeah. L- uh, no. Sign or draft? No, sign. Signing? No. you're not drafting anyone saying around that's comparable. Not, no, no. Because all the guys that were real good ended up sticking with their own fucking teams. Yeah. So, uh, to, uh, and, you're, and you're, you're accurate to that I mean, point. We could sign Devin Fungus for, again. So Devin Fungus is played, not Keenan Allen. No, not no I'm just Williams. saying for someone for a, a wide receiver, too. He only played one game. Even not even in one game. He played but, one quarter and broke but his you're, you're, he's not. He's not either of those receivers. It, all I'm saying is this doesn't help Philip Rivers' stock at all. Yeah. The receiving options in Indianapolis Go are up. improved, yep. for sure, because Brissett was bad. Naheem yeah. Hines improves, right, because he knows how to dump the ball off to running backs and make them 
decent receiving options for sure. But Rivers is still not even a super flex quarterback. You want more than stream, right? He's a streaming quarterback. Streaming, that's it. Honestly, I'm disappointed that they didn't go get a, get a running back here. I like Marlon Mack a lot, but I was hoping that 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 Gordon day five goes here. Yeah, we'll get to day five. Who we, we will. Who we left on? Jason Witten is now the backup to Darren Waller. Oh, doesn't, doesn't matter. Day three. Day three. Not a lot happened. Real quick. Ah! Demir Bird goes to the Patriots as a deep threat. J.D. McKissick replaces Chris Thompson in Washington. And Nick Foles traded to the Bears. When will Foles start? Week one. Oh, that's a great like start to season. He will start it? No, I bet he does not start I, week I, one. I don't think he'll start week one because they've tried to invest so much in Trubisky. But I feel like at some point they will start him. Here's what I think is going to hurt you. Me. Yeah, you, personally. Okay. I'm willing to bet Robert Quinn's addition makes the defense that good. Much better. Yeah, they're good. They're good. That they stick with Mitchell Trubisky. Trubiskets. They don't. Nick Foles remains as a backup. I think Foles starts week one. Woo! But I, mm. I don't I don't know if this is a I'll great, bet that. That's not a great, to me, that's not a great boon for the Bears receivers. I don't see a ch- is there a change? Not a lot of change. Here's Can the, here's the, the difference. Better. I think with Foles, I think I think the, the the team offensively is more consistent. Yeah, the offensive floor is raised. The offensive ceiling is lowered with Foles. When you when you move from Trubisky, who he's, had a he's less a, he's less athletic. Yes, I can read Foles, a defense. I think Foles starts. Foles can. So I mean, I feel like it's already an improvement. I will bet you guys money. I will bet you right now. He does not start. Week one. I don't feel like he's going to either. Foles will. I mean, I think Foles will start. You want to make the bet? Yeah. It's a bet. It's a bet. Yay! Let her down. This is where we get good. Let's get off of day three. We don't need to talk about Foles much more. Um, they needed somebody. I, You know what? I think even Dalton would have been a better option to, to move here than Foles. Foles was like the most vanilla option possible that they were talking about. But it is what it is. I really wanted competition in here and Foles is not a guy that comes in and immediately obviously takes over but he has competition in the offseason which could if one of these two guys benefits from the competition good for the Bears it's still better than uh, what Chase Daniels Chase Daniels is now a Brown right but no 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 he's a lion right right? but yeah still better than than that guy absolutely we're gonna skip day four because nothing day three and day four were all about the defense and there were some huge moves made but we're a fantasy football show, so I don't care. No defense? Let's talk about day five. Eric Ebron is a stealer. Any love for the tight end there? No. No. You know they like to use the tight end-ish? No. Ish. I like some Eric Ebron there. And Ebron like drops the ball str- too much. He is going to be a streaming option. Uh, but the two big moves that happened yeah. And today, hurt your guys' team. Todd Gurley goes... Uh, Released that, and signed by the Falcons. Melvin Gordon to the Broncos. Who do you want to talk about? What do you want to say about? Gurley, I'll be honest, that helped. Fantasy-wise, we drafted... Daryl Henderson last year. Two years ago on this. I'm so excited. I mean, we drafted him on the whole hump. Yeah. That you, 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 I mean, honestly, there was a total validity to your statement that why do we not go get Singletary? I tried so we hard. watched the entire 2019 year. so hard to convince you. And, and, and honestly... I mean, yeah, it looked bad from from my standpoint. But now, yeah, it, 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 two days ago, you and I were sitting on my porch, and we said, 
who knows, maybe Gurley will be traded and all of a sudden Henderson will be worth something. And he wasn't traded. He was yeah. let rocked. go. Fucking released. He's a Falcon now. I love Todd Gurley as a Falcon because without Devonta Freeman there, it's not Ito Smith. No. And this is the offense that can score points. Yeah, Gurley's question here is can he stay healthy? And whether he, he'll run the ball more. I think he'll be, he, won't, he won't run the ball more because this is an offense – Unlike, well, the Rams had weapons. More than last year's meaning. But the Falcons have weapons that they like better than the running back, whoever the running back is. Right. Gurley does not have to be the focal point of the offense here. Okay? Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, that's the focal point of this yeah. offense. And Todd Gurley can can take some of the weight off of his shoulders. Touch yeah, the ball yeah Gur- Gurley's a piece of the puzzle versus the focal point and here be, to me. It's a huge difference. And he's fine. I think this is a great move for him. And I like I like his value for fantasy. And from a fantasy standpoint, you're not drafting him as is a top as is a number one. Hopefully not. No. You're drafting him as a, third round. From an auction standpoint, again, twenties, thirty. High, if you go higher than twenty five, you're an idiot. That's a, so that's a third round value. Third round value, round. yeah. I mean, I mean, if, and that that could be that the return on a third round value could be high. Insane for yeah. early this year. Don't. I guess my point here is don't shy away from the whole Falcon team. I'm I would be I would be I'm I'm happy for it. Like we talked about before, happy for Daryl Henderson. There's lots of things to be happy about this. Yeah. So is it Daryl Henderson? Do we love Malcolm Brown? Are the Rams gonna draft a running back? What are your th- are are we like hundred percent sold on Daryl Henderson? Is he somebody that people should be targeting desperately in dynasty leagues? Or what are we thinking here? We haven't seen enough to know that, have we? He's two no. carries. Um, I think he's had five snaps. I think what we know is this. Malcolm Brown is good, has limited upside. I think you should bet over time Henderson will take the position. The Last offseason, the Rams made a concerted effort to make sure Malcolm Brown was on the team again. Yep. That concerns you a little bit as an owner. You have to be cognizant of that fact, right? You have to be cognizant of the fact that they were not willing to let him leave. Yeah. But they drafted Daryl Henderson. He's going to be the opportunity. So I guess be aware of this. It's going to be it's going to be a committee. Yeah, at the beginning of the season. Hopefully, it shakes out to Henderson touches. 95% for our standpoint, of the yes. Here's a, here's a, something that kind of sucked for our team. Last year we acquired <laughs> Philip Lindsay. No, this totally sucked. For well, let's, it's not it's not worst case scenario because we acquired Philip Lindsay last year in trade, and we tried to move. We tried to trade him Before. in the past few days. We tried to trade him because we agree that his value is, and even when Royce Freeman was the only dog barking up his ass, now Melvin Gordon goes to the Broncos. Uh, Wolfpack, I need you to understand on our team. We own Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. <laughs> if you're us, Ugh. what do you do here? I uh, I feel like they're going to put Gordon as starting running back. Uh, I, yeah. I I hate to think that. No, no, but I, that's I what's think going that's what's to going to happen. Hundred percent. And like, you can't even sit here and say Philip Lindsay is going to get the pass catching work because Royce Freeman got the pass catching work last right. year. Philip Lindsay doesn't but do it. Are that. they going to get rid of Royce Freeman? Or are they going to put him somewhere else? A lot of talk about, about hey, about this team is going to trade away Royce Freeman. Or are they just going to cut him? It's all. The, it's got to be the Melvin Gordon show, right? It has to be. Why else would you sign him? Yeah. I don't know what the money looked like, but not. I'm sure it wasn't no. good. Two years. There's no demand right now. All backs. I saw was Melvin Gordon was pissed because he wasn't getting anywhere close to what he was offered. No, I think he got a two years, ten mil, like a per year, oh. at least ten. 10 mil a year. I'm going to look it up right now while you all talk about it. Wiz, I haven't heard your take yet. 
You're my co-owner. <clears throat> Where are we at here? What are we doing? Are we still trying to trade away Lindsay, or is his value so nil that we might as well keep him? Are you joking? His value is nothing. What mm, owner would nothing. fucking take Damn. Philip Lindsay at this point? We should be happy that Melvin Gordon moved on. I actually like the fact that he moved on to Denver. Personally, I will, I will say this out loud. I wish you would have gone to the Bucks. Of course you wish you would have gone to Bucks. The Bucks is the landing spot you want. Okay, But he didn't go there. Can I tell you what Melvin Gordon's contract Wait, is? What did he sign? My God, guys. So, it wasn't good. I mean, it's it not what nothing. he was wanting. Whew. His base salary this season is $1 million. He has a roster bonus. Should he make the 53 man, that's $4 million. And he had a $2 million signing bonus. So his total money this seven. year is $7 million. Which he's going to do out of one of those. $9 million next year because the roster bonus goes down significantly, but his base salary goes up. So, yeah, $7 million this year, which is <laughs> which is fine, but a bit in bonuses, which makes a lot of it guaranteed. Of his total contract... Um, $16 million in two years, 13 and a half was guaranteed. So it's a decent, it's a decent contract. $7 million. It's structured really weird. Yeah. yeah. But we'll take the guaranteed $13.5 million. That means he's going to play. He's going to start. He's going he's gonna to start. I mean, you sign him for some reason. Yes. That will essentially put him and Lindsay, if they played out their contracts, gone at the same year, right? Or is Lindsay this, gone after this, this year? This destroys Lindsay in my mind. It does. I don't see so how Lindsay has a spot in the roster. Which, like, if you're a if you're a Denver Broncos fan, which obviously none of us are, does that piss you off? No, because Philip Lindsay has done he's done the work. Nothing he's wrong. He's from Denver. He's done nothing wrong. Yeah. He's the phenomenal Lindsay player. Wasn't, that he, like. Lindsay was an undrafted free agent when yeah. he got and signed. He only cost so he only gets four years. Fifty thousand dollars this year, yeah. by the way, for a backup now, which is a great deal for a backup. Right. That was originally your number one yeah, this and is workhorse. His, this will be his free agent season. This is his last season. So he'll be... He only does three his years? His contract is up this season. Yeah. Okay. He's making $750,000 this year. Compared to and $7 he'll get a million bigger... for Melvin Gordon. Yeah, Melvin Gordon is going to start. He's going to get a pay raise. He'll be a restricted free agent. Come out of the season. The problem is, is for us from a fantasy standpoint, like Philip Rivers just kills, his, kills any fantasy relevancy. He kills... Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay and a oh, Freeman. Royce Freeman. I mean, the, the kills... Melon Gordon takes the entire spot. Yeah. Any value that we had, even at number two, like a two draft, we drafted for... We traded... We tried to trade a number one spot for it. We tried to trade Philip Lindsay for the 108. That is not going to happen now. We might get a fourth round for him at yeah. this point. Fuck. It might be one of those you have to just drop it. Well, I mean, we'll hold, we held on to Jarek McKinnon without him playing for two years, so we're not going to drop him, but it's a yeah. deep roster. It's There's actually more. I would tell you this. There's more value now to be had with with Gordon than before. I, I mean, I don't. I, yeah, I, like him. I like him here with Lindsay rather than there with Eckler. Yeah. Although he was great. He was great with, with Eckler there. He was, I think, the running back eight. Per game, the question, yeah, but I mean, like you, you, you'd be willing to put the money on him right now. Like, okay, if you're gonna, if you're gonna play twelve games for me, I'm glad we have him. I wouldn't say that. I'm glad we have him. Are you glad you have McKinnon? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, those are the. Let me. Should we just check to see that nothing new has happened since we've been recording this show for the last four hours? Because it's twelve thirty. Oh my god, I've been talking to you guys for too long. It's tomorrow, y'all. Hang on, sleeper. 
dot bot or whatever. To oh, here we go. Sanders signs two-year deal with Saints. Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel is a Sanders. I have said this before, and I will say it again: the wide receiver two in New Orleans doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter from a fantasy standpoint. He had appealing NFC options. He spoke with Dallas and Green Bay. But preferred me. the Saints, where he landed a sixteen million dollar deal up to nineteen million. Because he's, he's because they're playing for the NFC Championship yeah. every year. He was better off. Ted Ginn Jr. is now a free agent who turns thirty five next month. I don't want anything to do with Emmanuel Sanders as the two on that team because the two on the team is has been yeah. trash forever. There's it's just not worth it. Too many touches going to those backs. Michael Thomas and now Jared Cook to even fuck with Emmanuel Sanders. That's my quick take. I don't see anything else that happened. That's it. Wiz, nothing. All right, guys, fuck off. That's two episodes. Three episodes, only two of them got recorded in a night. That's a world record for this group of guys. Um, God damn it, it's tomorrow. One more day of quarantine ahead. I hope you all enjoy it. Make the most of it. Homeschool your kids. And drink a plenty. I'm still drunk after that first shot of JMO. Fuck. You can get together. Like, you destroy it because you can't hold your own. Uh, with Jameson. Yeah. Only Jameson. I mean, like, you Literally anything like else. You can put anything else on that table and I'll be fine. It's just, I'm allergic to fucking Jameson. Don't. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com.